Hey everyone, DM Jazzy Hands here with a quick pre-show announcement. As you're going to hear us mention a few times coming up, Karn, Celeste, and I recorded this episode way back in late March, long before we recorded the most recent two episodes, Family Reunion and Band Performance. For the most part, there isn't too much weirdness in terms of Kit not responding to what we now know to be very recent events, but to smooth things out narratively speaking, Karn and I recorded some small sound clips this week that I've dropped into the episode to help fill in gaps. Uh, that explains that and enjoy the episode. Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Kit! Celeste! Yeah! <laughs> Last week, I have no idea what happened. Uh, We're recording this way in advance of when it's going to be released, so (laughs) I think maybe we had like an episode or two where the four adventures came back together after spreading or attempting to spread some goodwill throughout the city, and then maybe they decided to go out and spread some more. Who knows? Whatever. This week, Kit goes to explore more of the life natural here underneath the eastern island. Who will she meet this time? I mean, you already know who she's getting. Celeste. But anyway, uh, what interesting conversations will be sparked? And will she have to save this new friend from an undead shambling algae, algae mound too? Let's wait, find whoa. out. Wait, no? <laughs> no? Hey, y'all. <laughs> uh, wait, I, I didn't sign up for that. I'm sorry. I thought this was going to be super fun, super chill. Algae beast. I mean, to be fair, the algae beast didn't... Uh, attack anyone to do damage so you know fun still exactly okay just a cool chill exactly just a cool undead blob of moss (laughs) nice uh well i'm sure nothing bad will happen to me or shell um who i love dearly so thanks All of that is definitely true. Now, I, I do, we've, we've, we've now heard from her several times, but I suppose we should introduce this week and possibly next week. We'll see how things go. Uh, guest, uh, who is with us. I'm super excited to have Celeste Konowich with us this week. Uh, DM of the Venture Maidens, uh, podcast and, and stream channel and, uh, GM, no, Keepered me. What is it called? Keeper. Keeper? Oh, yes, the Lore Keep- Keeper. Was the lore keeper for a super fun uh, five session Call of Cthulhu campaign that I got to play in, uh, and all around delightful human high slurs. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Um, I'm so excited. I know, it was so exciting <laughs> when you asked me to be here. I was like, oh my god, yes, of course, of course. Um, yeah, glad I can. Uh, I don't know. I I subjected you to a lot of horror in that Call of Cthulhu <laughs> game, so I That's am true. very, very much hoping. Um, go ahead and um, go ahead and make a sanity roll <laughs> no! for me. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Mercy, please. Um, what can you tell us? I mean, I know we're going to meet them very shortly, but can you tell us, how about tell us just the name of the character that you're going to be playing this time? So the name of my character is Shell Warden, and I she can't wait. is a uh, just a delightful member of this community uh, down here. Yeah, truly. I'm really excited. I uh, can't Go wait. ahead. <laughs> I'm just very excited. Kit is very excited. It's going to be a joy. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like we're all really excited to be here, so. <laughs> Um, loving it. Loving well, this. I don't know about you, but I feel like D&D is one of my biggest joys in this quarantine life. Oh, so. yeah. Absolutely. I'm like trying to jam-pack my schedule full of streams and shows. Truly. Truly. Um, the other fun thing is like we're going to be talking to the future from the past, mm. and I have no idea when this is actually – like I kind of have an idea, but I don't know exactly yeah. when this is going out. So like who knows what state we'll be in by then. <laughs> Uh, well, if we're still here, future selves, good job. You're holding job. it together. Well done. You awesome. made it. <laughs> you oh look, God, just... and you look great, even in sweatpants. That's my note to my future self. <laughs> That's an important note, mm-hmm. and 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 something we should all keep in in mind. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, all right, so let's see a few things that our audience is almost certainly aware of. So uh, we'll make this quick. So that's where we are. So, Kit, your friends are off to do some research about where that banner could have come from, but you have your own mission. So what's going through your mind as you get ready to, to set off in search of the farmers that the uh, the note you received yesterday mentions? So 
I think Kit probably feels pretty torn about the decision to go off to talk to the farmers versus go to her, uh, go with her friends to look for who left the banner. But um, at the end of the day, I think that she's decided the relationship that she started to build with the farmers was valuable enough, and they are a big enough segment of the population that she really wants to pursue that and make sure that she really strengthens that relationship and gets the full support from that part of the community. Um, I also think part of her thought process is, well, on the one hand, all of her her siblings are going off and they're going to handle it. Um, and she trusts them, mostly. <laughs> but I also think that um, she probably thinks that it actually makes it more pressing than ever for her to go after this um, uh, this section of the community and talk to them and make sure that she expresses her thoughts and the positioning of her um, friends and uh, uh, companions before they're infected by the fear that has probably um, been spreading on middle and upper since the banner was left out. Uh, again, are we starting off early in the morning? What, what, when are we leaving to go on this next adventure, Kit? Yeah, I think it's another early morning for Kit. Um, okay. I think she's sticking okay. with the same logic as before. These are people who work the land, and if it's anything like it is on the surface, which looking at the Tinkerer, uh, <laughs> they right. kind of are replicating, um, what they do on the surface. Uh, so sure. yeah, she's gonna she's gonna do that. Okay, and so you go and you find uh, you find a cavern that you haven't explored yet. And Shell, can you tell us what is the first thing that Kit notices as she walks into the cavern where you are based? Sure, I think uh, I mean the first thing to notice is that the lighting here is a little bit different than everybody everywhere else in the city. You know that has sort of these these suns that are built in and illuminating everything. Here it's uh, it's actually very dim, as if the the lighting has been turned down to like one or two out of to- out of like the ten notches on there. So it's this very large, very tall cavern, uh, and I think as you walk inside, you see that there's this giant sort of like cage dome thing that's like up against one of these walls of the cavern that stretch very far into the sky, um, and I think you hear the sounds of like chittering chitin or claws coming from the the far stretches of the ceiling and wall here yep and then uh like sitting sort of on a on a rocking chair outside of like one of these these houses um is a gnome uh on a rocking chair on my porch and i'm i'm smoking from a pipe like a white colored pipe uh every once in a while a puff of like rainbow sort of smoke comes out of it as uh you see this gnomish woman who is sitting in this chair and like observing this cage thoughtfully um she's got skin sort of the color of like ash uh, and you can see even from where you are, her eyes are a very strange kind of blue that you might see like um, people who are really sensitive to light or um, have uh, vision impairment, like that sort of blue. Um, as she's like taking in this this scene here, and she's dressed in just rugged, you know, rough spun clothes, very practical. Yeah, and uh, I think she's she's pretty absorbed in looking at this this cage. In front of her. <laughs> Can Kit see what's inside the cage? Or is it like a little further back hiding? I think I think it's a little... I mean, you can definitely see the cage. And you can probably see... Well, I don't know how much movement there is. But you can see that there are things in the cage. But I think you might have to approach a little closer to get a good a good line of sight on it to really figure out what's in there. Okay. Um, Kit will approach uh, this woman. Uh, good morning. Oh! Uh, how are you doing today? <laughs> oh, oh my god, oh, yeah, she, like, turns around, she kind of, like, fumbles with the pipe for a moment, she's like, oh, I, oh, ah, sorry, I, oh, hello, <laughs> I think I, I look at you, wow, uh, hi, sorry, no, uh, my name is, uh, Shell Warden, uh, you, uh, you must be new around here. <laughs> uh, yes, you could say that, uh, my name's Kit. Hi, Kit, it's nice to meet you, uh. Well, well, what what brings you down to the the crab dome? <laughs> oh, the crab dome! I... It's not actually called that. I just I call it that. 
Uh, why isn't it actually called that? Oh, uh, well, okay. I, I proposed a, a series of names uh, just for sort of my uh, farming situation down here. Um, I, apparently, I was outvoted. Uh, apparently, Crab Dome doesn't have a, um, a professional enough feel. Uh, <laughs> so that's me. Uh, I don't know. Nobody comes down here anyway. I don't know why they, they felt the need to tell me what to name my place, but, you know... Here it goes. Uh, do you want a drink or a, a pipe? Or so she's like holding, uh, she like <laughs> pulls a flask off her hip and she's like, eh, or like pipe. Um, I'll sit down for a drink of whatever that might be. Oh, it it's the finest. apprehensively. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> the, the finest liquor you find down here. Uh, cave fisher blood. It'll really warm you up. Oh, I love liquor. (laughs) (laughs) She hands you, uh, yep, this flask. And looks perfectly delighted. Uh, And Kit is going to take the tiniest possible sip of this. It is an experience. (laughs) Now, is this this straight Kate Fisher blood? Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It is, I mean, it is very alcoholic. It is very strong. It is sort of, I imagine, the consistency of, of blood, so it's a little thicker than one perhaps would like. Uh- <laughs> I think it sort of got like a little cinnamon kick on oh, the end sure. there, too. Like if it was oh, fireball spice. for grown-ups. <laughs> um, I wish yeah. that... I have a lot of questions about that, but we'll go on. my face throughout that description just then. <laughs> Um, I think it well, probably mimicked the face that Kit was trying desperately not to make. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, I don't know about you, but yeah. I always want my drinks described as viscous. So. Yeah. And I think Shell uh, it looks at you and just like throws back her head and laughs. Like, just, just absolutely. She's like, well, you're brave. You're brave for trying it. Uh, and she'll take, she'll take the flask away from you. Uh, you know, this is the straight stuff. Just like right from the source, but they usually mix this into other drinks, so don't feel too bad about that. Good to know. <laughs> now I I know what to avoid. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, so uh, I'm sorry. What what brings you down here? Uh, we we haven't been getting um well too much attention from. I, I assume you came in with what the refugees or something sort of uh kit is like not sure how upfront to be right now but then she's like well this seems like a lady who appreciates some straight talking Uh, (laughs) also that little tiny sip of blood is sort of loosening some of your inhibitions uh and so kit says well i'm from the surface you might have heard uh my friends and i we helped with the evacuation uh, from the Northern Island. um, And um, now they want to banish us. But um, not yet. We're here. (laughs) Kit cannot hold her alcohol at all. And this really strong alcohol is just like working on her. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. I think uh, Shella takes that in for a second. Uh, Oh, that's a, that's quite a predicament. (laughs) You found yeah. yourself in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah, my friends and I were just exploring, and as you might be able to tell, I am a fan of nature, and so I oh, wanted yeah. to find the nature here, and this seemed oh. like a good spot to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, okay, uh, yeah, no, that's, uh, I mean, you are in the right place. I, I, I mean, you're not, you're not going to find any cuter animals down here than uh than than my little guys uh right down here uh i mean i'd be happy to sort of show you them or or meet them i usually have a couple running around here but uh they've been a little uh not themselves usually so uh so i'm unfortunately i can't really take you in to see them but i would love to uh in different circumstances but right now they're they might claw your face off (laughs) so yeah, you. Lots. I think you. You notice probably that I've got lots of like band aids and like scratches yeah. and like wraps at this point. What? When did they start acting strange? I. Uh, well, 
I don't know, maybe they're just sensitive to all the, the new people and everything happening, but, um, well, they've been about a, uh, let me, let me see my, uh. I know, I'm also trying to look because I don't remember what I told you. <laughs> let me, think, let me think back. I, I'm pretty sure I wrote it down somewhere. Way back. Let me Is get my, I'm going to pull out my farmer's almanac. <laughs> Sorry. Where uh... I've taken notes. Uh, so they've been kind of weird for, like, uh, just about a little over a year, but things started to get really bad, uh, like, maybe a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so I guess all this started sort of about a couple of weeks ago. Things got really, really weird. I mean, well, everything was a little weird after the earthquakes that happened about a year ago, but, uh, the last two weeks, especially, I, I, I don't know. I mean, these cave fishers, they're just the sweetest little creatures. Um, uh, even my, even my snowflake lately has just been so vicious i don't know if there's something in the air or they can smell something but it's uh well it's made things a little little tough if you know what i mean i think she opens up her flask and takes a swig <laughs> yes is snowflake one of your crabs oh yes my very well don't tell the others but snowflake <laughs> is my favorite <laughs> i won't tell <laughs> i appreciate that um is snowflake out here is is, are they inside? Oh, I had to put, I had to put Snowflake in there with the rest of them. I, I was trying to keep her in the house, but uh, like usual. But uh, no, I all of them. It's 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 so strange. It's like they go through these manic waves where they get hyper aggressive. Uh, you know, and I mean these are domesticated fishers, uh, but they're sort of acting like they would out in the underdark. You know, uh, just really mean sons of well. <laughs> Anyway, uh, and, and then they get all lazy for a little while, and then it then it all starts up again. It's it's very strange. That is very strange. I've never heard of a crab or crab-like creature behaving like that. Mm. Mm. And it's not just my crabs. It's 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 everyone. It's everyone around here. All the animals have been acting just uh, just a little off. What other animals are down here? Oh, well, you got, you know, uh, you got your herd animals a little further down the way. Uh, this is my cave here because it's the tallest. Because it's the tallest one for the crab dome. Uh, and then, <laughs> uh, so you got the rothe, which are sort of, uh, you know, herd, herd creatures. Um, all kinds of other stuff. We've got a peg zoo right down the way. Uh, you know, what's mattering? Anything folks might need? Got it. Um, TM, a question for you. Yeah, man, I have um, enjoyed the hell out of this and been sitting pretty. I love it. Yes, uh, yes, Kit. In terms of the timeline that she's yeah. described to me, does that basically line up with when we know that we and the tieflings arrived to this land in terms mm -hmm. of the year mark? And then it wouldn't line up with when this island was taken over, would it? No, so uh, it doesn't line up with your arrival. Why don't you make me an intelligence history check? Um, that's a 15. Uh, so it doesn't line up with when you arrived. It does, uh, when she mentioned things sort of like the year mark and all of that, uh, that's when the nodes started getting activated. Uh, and then things started getting worse. <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago would have been around the time of that particularly big earthquake that you noticed, uh, like, right, I think, right before you came to the Eastern Island. Okay. Do we know what caused that earthquake yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, I will say it cool. wasn't, as far as you can tell, the other earthquakes that you all have experienced since you were here coincided with nodes being activated, but you don't know of any node that was activated at that point, and none of the node earthquakes were anywhere near that massive from what you've heard. All right. Interesting. I'll pocket that away in the back mm. of my brain for now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you, uh, you're, you enjoy nature. Are you some kind of, um, I'm, I'm looking you up and down, like, range. Druid. Druid. Ha! Ah! Oh! Oh! Do you, uh, know anything about veterinary work or, or healing? I mean, maybe you can take a look at them. That's what your magic does, right? Um, yeah. I would love to take a look at them, actually. You know, I can you know, try to soothe them. I can see if I know what's wrong. I could talk to them. Uh, I could see the world through their eyes. Really, uh, I, there's wow, a plethora. That's, that's <laughs> I, well, I, I mean, that sounds a little extreme, but maybe. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> 
Okay, uh, well, I can probably... <laughs> she makes, like, a mm, sound and, like, looks at the cage. She's like, I could, I could get Snowflake out here. Just, just give me a minute. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> and I think... Um, <laughs> So I think oh boy. over the past two weeks, Shell has had to put together some extra gear. Um, so, I mean, some notes about cave fishers. Uh, they're a CR3 monster, so they're not mm-hmm. anything to, like, you know, laugh at uh, when they're uh-huh. in full, like, rage. Uh, their blood is flammable, just as a note. Um, <laughs> they also have adhesive filament that they shoot out to, like, lasso people and pull them in. So I think uh, Shell has had to create, she's got, like, these very thick sort of oven mitt gloves that she uh-huh. kind of like straps onto her body and makes sure she has like long sleeves so like her skin won't be touched anywhere she's kind of got like this makeshift helmet uh that oh she's god. put together oh um, my god. and i think she gets her crab catcher which is like a long <laughs> sort of 10 foot pole with like a hook on the end yeah. Um, yeah so i'm gonna get in there and i'm gonna try and wrangle me some crabs okay i want to check yeah i don't know if it's i don't know if it's animal handling or if it's a little bit more just like straight grabbing so it's an athletics check or I'll try animal handling i'll get in there okay and, see if you can and i'll start going come here snowflake meow meow come here uh, i love it little kitty noises um and trying to get kit as you as you hear <laughs> shell doing this you finally see one of these crabs uh come into full view for you uh as as shell is trying to to get it (laughs) yeah and why don't you describe to me what you what you see kit (laughs) oh do i have to (laughs) (laughs) they're so cute um i see a horrifying looking lobster type thing Mm -hmm. it kind of looks like um a spiny lobster only it's white and it it has like skinny little crab pincers at the top it also looks like maybe a um a spiny lobster had a baby with the big spiders in harry potter um Mm -hmm. and that's the best description i have at this moment (laughs) i also really like that it has a silverfish tail like on the end of those two little things on those nasty bugs um yes what is coming out of its mouth Oh, that is the uh, adhesive filament I warned you about. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yes. So cute. All right, so that's what you see, Kit. Now let's let's see how let's see how cooperative Snowflake wants to be. What was your uh, what was your wisdom oh, animal handling yes, check? Uh, Twelve. Okay. Let's see how cooperative Snowflake wants to be today. Yeah, they're all like bone white, so they all have awesome names like Snowflake and like Blizzard. And Yo. not that Shell has ever seen snow in her life, but you know, right? She's red. It's bugs. one of those holdover words. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Snowflake is is not. You tell can tell immediately. Snowflake is not, not having it. it today. She's coming out, and her pincers are going, and you can just see the like a little bit of of filament sort of hanging out of one side ready to fire mm. she doesn't mm. she doesn't look super thrilled mm. okay i'm gonna be like oh um oh, okay you know what actually and i'm gonna run back and like <laughs> close the door and like okay do the th- and i'm like you know i just had a really good idea mm-hmm. perhaps we should visit maybe the petting zoo down the way uh and you can take a look at some of those animals um <laughs> Like a cute bunny or something. Oh, you have bunnies down here? I mean, I don't have bunnies down here. They're horrible creatures. Um, but <laughs> down at the petting zoo, there's um, there's a whole collection of them. They also have the, uh, those cats, those cats with wings. Oh yes, awful. To, to be clear, she is she means she's she means not in this cavern with her. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm like yeah. ushering down like the cavern passage. <laughs> right. Right. Um, uh, okay. So I'm gonna say, oh no, no, that's okay. Um here, why don't why don't you let me maybe try if that's okay uh, with uh, you? I, I mean, <laughs> you seem like a very nice person, and I don't wanna feel responsible for anything that my my poor babies do to you. <laughs> <laughs> Quite honestly, but uh, I mean, I guess if you think you're really qualified, uh... um, I think I I might have uh maybe I'll have a trick up my sleeves that 
might help. <laughs> okay, but you have to wear the mitts. Okay. <laughs> I, yes. I peel the mitts off of my skin. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, don't let them touch your hair. <laughs> um, that was a cinch right the, off. The, the helmet too? Uh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. It's probably a little small because I'm a gnome, but there you go. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Oh no, keep that hair far away. No, exactly. You you probably see that. Um, <laughs> Shell doesn't have very much hair left. She keeps it close cropped, um, <laughs> like under a hat. Um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna wear the helmet, even yep. if the helmet only covers my hair. Yeah. Uh, I Kit is not vain, but I do feel like her fair her hair is one of her defining features. So <laughs> yeah, sure. That's that spit. It'll just stick you, and it'll just pulls right off. God. Okay. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what you have up your sleeve, Kit. Uh... Hey, everybody! Your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, we stand with Black Lives Matter and our Black siblings fighting for justice. This fight is still not over just because we're tired. Second of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be Baroque if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcasts from, and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes, and the more people we get to listen. It doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. We also want to, of course, remind everyone that we have our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, discounts in our merch store, and much more. In addition, by supporting our Patreon, you'll also be supporting multiple other content creators from across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. More information on that program and a list of the creators that we're patronizing are available on our Patreon page. Right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them very much for their support. Thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, and Sir Mox the Magnificent, to our honorary party member, Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Eugenio Eliyahu of Merck Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Misty. Since it's the last episode of the month, we also want to shout out and thank our Shimmerscale council members, Nat Rose, Tony Aelis, The Geekery, Lucas Hokum, Steffi Bernard, River Daniel, Stephen Mosley, Verpio, Kin, Sam Ellis, Rob Murphy, Aaron Stevens, Kelsey G, Jay Sprigg, and Gordon Ross. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. We are still excited to remind you all about our partnership with Codename Entertainment and Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Codename is providing us with a gold chest code every week to give you items and power-ups in the game for absolutely free, so if you're playing Idol Champions, be sure to check out our episode notes for that gold chest code. Reminder, it does expire every week at midnight at the end of Tuesday night, but then when Wednesday morning, we'll have a brand new code up for you each week. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music that you hear on our show. You can check out their various libraries at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and IncompTech.FilmMusic.io. As always, you can find all of this information and more in our episode notes. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links found on our website or in the episode notes when you shop there so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our show and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Finally, a quick announcement about cons. Unfortunately, TLR isn't going to be participating in Gen Con Online this year as a group, but I'm going to be at a couple of events. On Thursday evening this week, so tomorrow night, at 10 p.m. Eastern, the game of Burn Bright that I've been playing on the Roll20 channel, uh, GM'd actually by Celeste Conowich, who is in this episode, uh, is going to be a featured game for Gen Con Online, so y'all should come check out that awesome new system. And then the very next day, Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, I'll be on a Burn Bright panel discussing the system with our cast and game designer James Intracasso. You can find more information about the panel and the game by going to gencon.com slash event underscore finder and searching for Burn Bright. That's Bright B-R-Y-T-E. Okay, I think that's all the announcements we've got for you this week. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, and happy gaming, y'all. All right, I'm we're so gonna ready. we're gonna go with the uh, probably maybe more dangerous option, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, I would like to uh, 
put my hands to my chest and <laughs> cast uh, oh stone skin on myself. Oh, this is not what I was expecting, but I love it. All right, yes. Uh, I don't think what you've ever you done expecting? that before. I haven't. I'm, I'm not going to tell you what I was expecting because I want to well, see what I comes up. I wonder if it was the other thing I was thinking <laughs> well, about. Well, that's what I want to know. We'll find out. <laughs> oh, because it may be if this goes poorly. Uh, <laughs> all right, so you've never cast this spell before. Tell me more about it. And by that, I mean, what does it look like? We know it gives you resistance to physical damage. Yeah. So yeah. I think uh, when I put my hands to my chest from the spot that I am touching myself, you see that all of my flesh... Stop that! No! <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> sorry. From the spot where my hands touch the flesh of my chest. <laughs> Not better. I don't care. <laughs> you see kind of like a ripple effect and my skin takes on a like gray hardened hue and that's and then it spreads yeah. all throughout all of the flesh that you can see. I love it. Okay. Oh my god. By the stone. That's by the stone. Wow. No, that I that's nice. Pretty nifty, huh? Yeah, okay, maybe you don't need the need the mitts. <laughs> uh, I'll take them just in case. <laughs> okay. And I think I'm gonna whip out a hand carved flute that I have and start playing some soothing music. A song that oh. I know Snowflake likes. <laughs> um, and maybe try to help whatever you're doing. Um, Flick would be so jealous. Uh, <laughs> Shell, how about a charisma performance check? Oh, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Maybe a new band member, Kit? Um, Ooh. Hey, I only have a plus one, but I rolled pretty good, so that's a 17. That's, nice. That's a lot better than most of our party does when I they play, have band practice. Play, yep. Claire de Lune. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or no way, I'm oh, playing that's under gotta the be sea. in the public domain, right? Ah! Oh, that's definitely not in the public domain. <laughs> a legally distinct version of under the sea. A legally distinct version, right? Uh, beneath the <laughs> waves. <laughs> uh, it is better down here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Kit, so you hear the uh, surprisingly good little ditty uh, on a flute, uh, and it does seem to sort of calm this this cave fisher that was just sort of, you know, obviously, um, well, if it had hackles, they would have been raised. Uh, I imagine it's doing the angry crab thing where it has both of its pincers up and it's kind of shaking oh, yeah. back and forth. Like, yeah, so like oh, yeah. The, the pincers have begun to droop a little. It's still on guard, but, but there it's a little... You know, a little sub, a little calmer, a little subdued. Okay, I want to try to catch the crab. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so you go into this cage area, and let's let's start. Let's assume the best and start with a grapple check. So you're going to make a strength athletics check that will be opposed by the cave fisher. Oh, they strong. They they are strong. I just <laughs> said that. Oh boy. Oh no. Can I try okay. to use the the device instead of um, grappling it? You know what? Since since uh, Shell is helping out with the music, you can have advantage. I'll, okay. I'll let you have my crab hook, too, if you want to try and <laughs> hook it. That's also an option. Maybe I try to, like, hook it to bring it closer and then That's the point. Okay. It's like a little it. shepherd's crook that you use yeah. to kind of catch one of its legs, right? And then pull it. Yeah, yeah. just to get it a little closer and then okay. I can. Just, that's the mechanics. I can still roll strength even though yeah, my Yeah, 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 but I think terrible. that's exactly what we what we see. Yeah, I love that. A 14. Oh. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. Uh, okay, so I actually also rolled a 14. Um, or I rolled an 11, but uh, 14 it is. So, uh, it is... <laughs> it is the fight. I mean, it is the fight of your life. No, not really. Uh, but it is definitely a struggle. Like, you get the thing's leg, and it takes exception hmm. to being grabbed by the leg and just oh. fights you every inch of the way. <laughs> Uh, but you do manage to pull it in. N- now what's the plan? It's snapping. It's angry. It's trying to get you. What a great question. Do I have another plan? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, while you... So you've got it. And I think you're so surprised, Kit, <laughs> yes. that you've managed to... Uh, that you've managed to get a hold of this thing. That it does swipe at you. Uh, but that is only... Oh. <laughs> 
It swipes at you with its first claw and just completely whiffs. But it turns out these things are smart. They're not actually that smart. Uh, but as you pull away, the uh, its other claw just gets you square in the jaw. Ugh. I might have crit on that attack. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, my poor baby. Don't hurt, Snowflake. <laughs> yeah, they are for sure struggling. Uh, all right, Kit. So fortunately, you've got stone skin, so it's all going to be okay because you're going to get to half that 16 slashing damage that it did to you uh, and only take eight. <laughs> That's not so bad. It is not. Uh, <laughs> you do need to make a concentration check for me, though, because it is a concentration spell. <laughs> Ooh, think I'm going to lose concentration on that with a four. Oh, okay, so you see the gray tinge, uh, shall you see the gray tinge disappear from Kit's skin, uh, but you have hold of this thing, so so now that you've gotten your, your face smacked uh, to sort of bring you back to the moment of after being, you know, surprised that you managed to get it, uh, do, do, we have a, do we have a plan? <laughs> I want it to calm down, but I don't want to burn another fourth level spell slot yeah. right now. Sure. Um, but I do have a lot of first level spell slots, so I'm going to cast Speak with Animals. Okay. And now say, look. Stop those that. of you, Those of you who are listening, who know that a cave fisher is a monstrosity, not a beast, and that speak with... I don't care. I don't care. This is fun this times. Is better like this. <laughs> I didn't uh, yes. know it was a monstrosity, or else I could have done something else. Wait, did you see it? From did the you beginning. see the picture? <laughs> It makes sense. I didn't think about it. I assumed it was a beast. Did Did you see it? That's really uh, funny. Shell would well, like to spend her action helping however she can, so she just wants yes. to give some bonuses, just helping. Absol- She's like absolutely. holding it down, like calming, soothing it, petting <laughs> it, petting like, it right, right down its in the joint line. Yeah, that's right. Likes, that's right. You know, I don't know. Now, now, Kit, do you have something else that you would rather do now that you know it's a monstrosity? <laughs> Well, if you'll let me talk to it with that spell, then no. <laughs> okay, great. I, I I kind of really want you to talk to it. Great. Snowflake also, by the way, does have a little blue ribbon, like around one of their like little shell folds. Um, probably so I can tell it apart. Now this. now I was gonna I was gonna do Snowflake, but it feels that Snowflake has a really full and rich life and history <laughs> oh, no. that you know all about, Celeste. So should maybe I don't would know you what like Snowflake to play? Knows. You have okay, to okay. do it. You- okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I knew what was wrong with Snowflake, I would. But oh only right, Snowflake right. You don't knows. actually know what's wrong with Snowflake, right? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I forgot about that. Yes, it's just it's been so engaging so far. Uh, all right, kids. So you can you can talk to Snowflake, and I will I will play a Snowflake. Snowflake, that hurt. What's a snowflake? (laughs) I'm sorry, that voice. (laughs) Oh, that's what your buddy over there calls you. You seem to have have startled Snowflake because you spoke to (laughs) So it's, uh, yeah. So at the moment, Snowflake has stopped trying to attack you. You feed them, right, Shell? I do, yes. Ah. Oh, the food lady. Yes, the food lady, exactly. Now, the food lady tells me that you've been acting, uh, that things haven't been normal lately. Is something wrong? Mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anything specific or just like a feeling? Mm, mad, heavy, angry, scared. PMSing? <laughs> <laughs> is that because you feel something in the earth that's heavy and scary and it it sort of like clacks it's uh sheep sheep clacks her 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 pincers uh and 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 yes yes would anything make you feel better maybe food just your regular food or a special kind of food? Maybe food? <laughs> uh, I'm going to take a quick second and look at Shell and say, Snowflake's hungry. She wants some food. Are, are, you, are, you, are you talking to... Sorry, are you talking to Snowflake? Yeah, I told you. Tell her she's a good crab. Okay, I will. And I'll look back at Snowflake and say... Okay, so the food lady's gonna get some food, and she wants you to know 
that you're a good crab. Snowflake <laughs> thinks this over for a moment. <laughs> hmm. She's a good food lady. Oh. I will tell her that you said that when she comes back with your food. Yeah. I think I'd I, I by run. that I mean yeah. she tastes good the few times I've gotten a nibble out of her. Mm. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. I won't tell her that part so that she will be unsuspecting oh, when God. you scratch her. Oh, conspiracy. Um, I'm trying to get this monster on my side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll run back. I'll, like, you know, scramble the minute they want food. And I'll come back, and I have this, like, kind of oil skin pouch thing. And I'll mm-hmm. reach in, and it's full of these, like, almost like fist-sized pellets uh, that smell like fish bait. And Oof. you can see that there's like they're ground up all kinds of stuff, like little mushrooms and some algae and like spiders, like all kinds of stuff stuck together in these little like pellet ball treats. Um, and I'll I'll hand some to you, the bag to you, and I'll put one on the floor, like not like a little bit. I don't want the snowball to get snowflake to get a nibble on me. Snowball. <laughs> uh, have you, so have you been holding snowflake this this whole time? Oh, I guess they're small, aren't they? Uh, no. They aren't no. They're they're very they're medium sized, so they're like Big person dogs. sized. Yeah. yeah. I small, think small person, but. No, I don't think I was holding them. Maybe I'm like kind of trying to hold them in place with the crab catcher. Okay. But I'm not okay. hold like this creature is not in my arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so you put the uh, you put the pellet down, and Snowflake uh, starts to try and like move, uh, and gets her leg caught on the on the crook, and she just turns back around and goes. <clears throat> <laughs> I let her go. Thanks. Uh, and she runs over towards the pellet, and then she shoots a filament up towards the ceiling of the crab cave, and like, <laughs> Batman-style yep. reels herself <laughs> up it. <Yeah. laughs> uh, and then you see her up there sort of reposition herself, and then she fires a, a filament down to grab uh, the pellet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> she does fire it down. It's, it's, it's shockingly uh, close to you, Kit, but it does manage to get the pellet, uh, which she then reels back up, uh, and you can just hear her chowing down on this pellet as she reels it up. Well, I say to I say this to Shell. Well, that was terrifying. <laughs> did, um, did, uh, did she tell you what what's wrong? She said that it feels heavy and angry. Um, and I asked her if the Earth felt heavy and angry, and she said yes. Uh, okay. Does that does that mean something to you? I I I. I the the earth is heavy and angry. I'm sorry. I don't. Is this like a a poetry thing? I um. I have a guess as to what it might mean, but maybe we should uh try to get Snowflake back in her uh cage, and then you and I can sit down and maybe you have some tea and not alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, Snowflake's fine up there. I think, did she just shoot back up in the... Yeah, she just went, yeah, yeah. She'll be, uh, she'll be fine up there. She always wants to take a little, little nap after she eats, so. Um, (laughs) Okay. Okay, uh, yeah, well, let's get out of here, and I kind of usher you out of the big cage before any of the other cave fishers get very interested in, um, what's happening. Um, I'll, I'll scatter some more of the little pellets around so they don't get jealous and fight Snowflake. Um, cause that, cause they will kill each other. Um, oh, yeah, so, so I, I back out and like pull you out and make sure like the door closes and everything. Um, uh, yes, tea. I think I have some mushroom, someone, um, yeah, yeah, come inside, come inside. Uh, I invite you into my little, my little stone hutch that's like built sort of next to the big cage. Thank you. You have a lovely home. Uh, Yeah. I am, like, looking through, like, a very empty sort of kitchen situation, trying to find, like, a tin of, like, a mossy lace tea that I can, like, put in a cup. And <laughs> I'll say, you know, it's if it's too much trouble, I'll... I'll be fine. No, don't no, worry no, about no, it's me. Fine. I, I, you know, I don't know why, but I never have guests. I don't. I don't. <laughs> so this is all very exciting. It's just a big day. It's just a big day for all of us. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, you should also know that Snowflake said you are a very good food lady. 
Because in Snowflake's brain, that's your name. I think I tear up a little while I'm putting, like, some I'm shoving a clump of moss in a mug, like. No. I love it. That's very nice. You know, I... I feel like I should clarify that Snowflake does really appreciate the food that you provide, in addition to the bits of you that you have unwittingly (laughs) provided. That's good. That's good to know. (laughs) Um... Wow, it's, uh, I mean, it's just so, so wonderful that you can, um, you know, uh, talk to animals like that. I've yeah, always, I, yeah. I, it's a, it's a wonderful gift. You know, I've always preferred animals to people, and I've frequently found myself wishing that I could talk to them. You know, I, I just, I just think that's a very magical gift you have. Well, thank you. And I, I put my, the tea in front of you, and it smells very earthy. <laughs> oh my, this such trouble you went through. Thank you so much. And Kit will take, again, the tiniest sip. <laughs> I think this one actually smells pretty nice uh, and tastes pretty nice um, at the end of the day. It's sort of like a smoky, kind of peaty, uh, dark black tea. Yeah, it's an old family uh, old family recipe. You know, when, uh, when some of us, well, some of us are in, the, you know, the, the plant game. Uh, and then some of us, you know, go, go to the husbandry side. So that's me. But this is from my cousin. She lives on the other side of the town. Oh. Mm, yes. Well, it's very nice. Thank you. Of course. So uh, about this heavy earth situation, uh, what's, what's going on with that? Yeah. So based on what you've told me about the timeline of when the um these little guys have started acting up um and based on what snowflake told me about the earth feeling heavy and mad mm-hmm. i have a suspicion that uh this has something to do with the events that have been happening on the surface over the past year well, i mean horrible things happen up there all the time but i i don't see how they could get down here i don't fully understand it myself but um it has become clear to me um based on my talkings with you and with some of the other um folks down here that um the events of the surface are starting to have an effect on what happens in your society and i know that that's maybe hearsay or uh unbelievable but um the more that i learn about it the more inevitable it seems that um that the two are going to be connected oh um well i mean that's disturbing don't get me wrong but uh, uh well i you know i'm not i'm not like you i don't have magic powers or i don't know i don't really understand how to do anything about that i is there is there anything I can do now to just keep my animals safe, or or maybe we could go somewhere else? Um, I mean, my family has lived underground forever. Uh, I mean, the surface, you know, isn't really an option. <laughs> the deep gnomes, I, I can't see. Uh, so maybe there's somewhere else uh, we could go, or I um, well, I don't know. So I think Kit wants to tread a little bit carefully. So she's like, she's trying to be like cautious with her words and she doesn't want to ask for too much but she also wants to be honest because again i think that's something she thinks shell would appreciate sure so she says well i understand that and it doesn't necessarily seem like uh these are creatures that would really want to live on the surface either but um i don't i just don't want to like come right out and ask for it but like (laughs) i get you i get you yeah. <laughs> um, Will you both make uh, wisdom perception checks for me briefly while you're thinking about how to phrase this, Kit? Kit, how'd you do? 21. 21, excellent. I got an 8. Okay, Kit, you hear some kind of a raucous coming from outside the house. Uh, it just sounds like uh, like several, like dull thuds and strange sort of high-pitched squeals. Uh, and I pause from my awkward conversation say um do you hear that uh do i hear it now that my attention is called to it oh for sure yeah uh the squeals definitely sound like very unhappy cave fishers ah oh 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 god okay uh i'm gonna grab the crab pole and (laughs) and run outside (laughs) all right so you stop attacking each other this minute i swear 
<laughs> yes. So Shell runs out with the crab pole, uh, yelling. Yes, and Kit follows right behind. And the scene is somewhat surprising to the two of you. Uh, both of you see lying on the ground of the of the enclosure, the the cave fisher enclosure. You see three cave fishers that look like they have, and this is. It takes you, in particular, Shell, a moment to realize what you're seeing because it is inconceivable that they would fall, but it looks like three cave fishers have fallen from the ceiling of the enclosure, landed their carapaces. You can see where they're sort of cracked from the impact of falling, and you can see these strange, faintly glowing lines on the carapaces of each of these... Uh, of each of these cave fissures. And that is where we are going to leave it for this week. Ah, my crab babies! <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what happened to the crab babies. I hope they're going to be okay. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at @dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can, of course, also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what virtual cons we'll be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www www.dndlastrefuge.com As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign. A huge, enormous, gigantic thank you to Celeste for joining us. We will hear from her again very shortly. Well, next week for you all, but very shortly for us here recording. Um, Thank you so much, (laughs) Celeste. I'm so happy that you're here and you've built such a fun and exciting character that I'm having a blast just riffing off of her. Oh yeah, well thank you for inviting me into your world and I hope I don't catch it too much on fire. (laughs) No, it's going to be great. I can't wait to see how much fire we set next week. Anyway, of course, also thank all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Kit! Celeste! Happy gaming, y'all! I like how Eugenio is, you're like, oh, we're gonna, you're gonna be a cute animal person, and I was like, yes, <laughs> and I picked the most horrifying creature I, I could find. This is exactly why I didn't tell you what kind of animals you had. <laughs> because I knew. <laughs> I really hope that everyone's encounters are as strange as Kit's encounters. Um, and if they're I mean, not, Bizdira it's still nearly killed someone, so I don't know. <laughs> mm.